secret ingredient? Darling, it's me. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. Hello, and welcome to Pop Icon Recaps. I'm David, your host, uh, and also the host of Pop Icon Radio, live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. We are talking pop culture, we are playing pop music, we're having a great time. If you guys have been listening already, then you know that we are talking Real Housewives of New York, season 14. Uh, I did, I've done two episodes so far. Episode one was on episodes one and two. The second episode was on episodes three and four. And we're going to jump into episodes five and six now. Um, so if you listen to my last episode, you heard we ended things on kind of like a TV seed, TV, to be continued. Um, so Brain is revealing her story, her really sad upbringing. Um, which is really awful. She just basically talks about how she basically wasn't raised with love until she met, like, until she was being raised by her grandparents, like, at an older age. Um, So that's really sad to hear. Um, Everybody tries to, like, lighten the mood a little bit. Uba talks about being happy around the holidays because Jess is all like, well, I think a lot of people are sad around the holidays, which is true. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are sad around the holidays. But Uba's like, no, I'm happy around the holidays. Everything's 50% off. People are out of the city. Like, I want... I love the holidays. Um, so that's kind of cute. I guess that's maybe why part of the reason why they're all kind of focusing on Bryn and making sure that she is okay. Because if you listen to the last episode, it seemed like they're having like the Bryn's giving, but it was also like a single lady in the city, but it was like, okay with it. I, it seems like, I think she's a little bit older too. Um, so we get, so the next scene that we get is Jessel bringing up her event. She's having some type of party that she wants to promote some type of charity um, for children in India. And, like, I'm sorry. Uba is, like, the nicest one there because Jessel, like, says, like, I would like you guys to come. And somebody's like, you can't make it. And, like, Uba's like, well, I will, I'll, I'll be able to make it because, like, Jessel asked him to. And, like, somebody just, like, you know how somebody, you know how you're doing that with people. You're like, hey, do you want to come? They're like, no, I'm good. Like, obviously, they're going to come, but they were just, like, being rude. That's what was going on there, and Uba, like, doesn't do that. She was just like, no, I'm going to go. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Um, so I can always appreciate that about her. Uh, so Aaron actually brings up the cackling hags comment to Sai uh, because if you listen to last week, Jessel referred to Aaron and Sai as cackling hags whenever they were, like, basically making fun of her in the Hamptons because they were kind of, like, making fun of her, I felt like. Um, so... Just was like, you need to just like take it, take it down a notch. It's not that serious. It's just like how English people talk. Um, and all the girls come for Jessel and they all have a problem with how she is. And she's like, well, I'm sorry. You know, I'll try to be like more polite. And I mean, like, that's all you can say whenever people want to like chastise you about that. Um, so up next, Brynn asked Jessel, she's like, when's the last time you came and I'm like whoa like you need to stay out of that woman's life like she is obviously doing her own thing um but Jess is like yeah it's been a while and we're still not having sex and I'm like oh and it says that it's like a month later I'm like oh wow so it's like a month and or it's a year and a month now that they haven't had sex it's like they might need to you know break the seal I don't know I keep I I feel like that's like awful to say but maybe so um Bryn in all of her 
like Dory. She's very like she's just a character. She's just a Marlo type, like annoying. And she's all like, I heard hand jobs are back. Hand jobs are very in right now. I'm like, shut up. No, they're not. The only the only the only people that are like into that are like the old like creepy old men that she's like obviously messing around with. Um so that's great. We end the scene there uh with the ladies all just, you know, and having a great night, laughing it up, yucking it up. Um, so we're back to the next day. The ladies are in the city. Uba eats a hot dog. Brynn is shopping. We get a side scene where she kind of talks about, like, what she's got going on in her life, how she got to where she is. Um, she started out as a intern with Alberta Ferretti. Um, she talks her rise, how she has, like, all these people now that she, like, employs, blah, 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 blah. Um, I just don't see it with her. I'm like, who, what is going on here? Is that is that really like that's her gig? She she takes a couple of Instagram pictures and uploads them online. She doesn't get like the engagement that I'm. She doesn't get any more than any of the other girls. Is basically what I'm saying. Like Jenna Lyons gets more than her. Like they their her engagement's like very low. So how is she making the? How is she this multimillionaire who can afford this brownstone in New York and then also have this like salary of people? So. I don't know, something, I'm just skeptical with her, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we get Jessel and Aaron meeting up, and just deciding to clear the air a little bit, because things are not going well between the two of them, as we can see. <laughs> they had, like, that really weird interaction in the last episode. Um, so, Jessel arrives, she orders an Americano with an extra shot of espresso and a little bit of oat milk, Aaron orders just, like, a coffee with regular milk. And I'm like, what does that say about the two of them? I don't know. I, I think it says something, and I'll, I'll let you guys just, you know, play around with that one. Um, So <laughs> they're talking, and Jessel talks about how she loves Tribeca because it's, like, up and coming. Um, She's just weird. She's just awkward. She's, like, weird on camera. And Aaron, like... Aaron is a shark in the water. She, like, senses on that immediately, and she, like, digs in. She's like, Tribeca is, like, the biggest real estate area in all of New York, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, obviously so, but, like, shut up. Like, she was just, like, kind of making conversation about, like, the place being nice, and you wanted to turn it into something that it's not. Um, and Aaron is also making weird comments throughout this episode where she's like, and you just got here yesterday. And I'm like, I feel like that's, like, kind of racial. Like, you need to stop with that. Uh, and they cannot come to an agreement. Jessel's like, I don't have time for fake friends. And that she only is here for, like, women who support other women. Which is a callback to Real Housewives of New York City Season 10. Ramona screaming in the streets of New York City at Bethany. You don't support other women! Which was actually amazing. Um, so that's crazy that it's coming back up four seasons later with a totally different group of ladies. Um, so they just cannot come to an agreement and they just, you know, they, they part ways, uh, up next, Aaron decides to meet up with Cy and Bryn afterwards to tell them all about the sit down with Jessel. She's apparently in their area. They all go in on Jessel. They're like, she's this, she's that. And I'm like, these three together are trouble. Bryn, Aaron, and Cy. I don't like that trio. I feel like they're all too, they're like the three that will like attack the other three and the other three are like, well, what's going on here? Um, so yeah, I don't love them. I have to be honest with you. Uh, so we get to our next scene. It's the next day. Jenna's at home with her kids for Xmas. She is not going to be going to Jessel's event, which is great. Um, uh, because 
I mean, she wants to hang out with her kids. But the weird thing here is that she calls it an event to the other girls. And I'm like, why do you speak like you're like this like A-list celebrity? Like you're having, you're doing a Christmas tree with your kids. Like that's all you had to say. And they would be like, oh yeah, totally. I agree. Um, so that was kind of weird. So we get to Jessel's actual charity event um, for impoverished children in India. And the girls go. And Sai is just... Sai just, she is also like a shark in the water. She's just always ready to attack. And she goes after Jessel. She's like telling Jessel, like, maybe it's the English accent. Like, um, Jessel actually, she cracks me up here. She's like, you can't do that. Isn't that illegal to do here in America? Like, call somebody out for their, like, accent and say, like, talk crap about it. I'm like, kind of. I don't think it's illegal, though. But I think it's funny that she said, isn't that illegal? Um, so Brent and Uba arrive. Brent talks about chess. She talked about like how she was like into like dumb little things like here and there. And I'm like, I feel like this is not something that she like does all the time. This is something that she's doing to to do on camera because she seems very like unsteady behind like the chessboard. Um, she doesn't know what's going on there. So we like go back and forth between the event with the girls and Jenna and her her kids like and her tree looks amazing she's got a private chef like she's got I would rather do that than hang out with these bitches um Jessel has like legit fashion people there who start arriving and all the other girls are impressed and they love that they're like hobnobbing with like all these like fashion elites because I think that all these girls like want to be like fashion girlies like they want to be like Sai obviously as like the influencer but the other girls too like you can just tell just by their social media pre- pre- uh, their social media presence. Um, so Aaron, you know what? Aaron starts going after Jessel's like wine. She shows up um, and she's like, "This wine is like awful. It's like worse than two bug Chuck." And I'm like. Uh, you were the first one to call somebody out for being rude, but you're going to her event and you're immediately like talking shit. Like, shut up. Didn't love Aaron in this episode. Have to attack. Have to be honest with you. Um, that's just rude. Uh, so now all the girls sit down. They decide to start talking about everything going on with Miss Jenna Lyons. How she didn't show up. How she said it was an event. She or actually they call her and she's just at home with her kid lighting up the Christmas tree. And they think it's weird that she called it an event. It is kind of weird, but at the same time, it is like an. Her Christmas tree lighting was not like everybody else's Christmas tree lighting. It truly was an event. The tree is probably, like, 15 foot tall, wrapped in lights. Like, it was a big deal. So I understand her saying, like, it's an event. It's an event for my family is what she should have said. Um, But, yeah, the other girls just attacked because they're all jealous, hater bitches. And that is episode five of The Real Housewives of New York City. So, yeah, like, I think I forgot to do (laughs) rankings in the last episode, so I guess I'm just going to jump back into it here. So let's start from my favorite and go down. So at number one, uh, my favorite is definitely going to be Jessel. Like, she just, she handled Aaron in their little sit-down, and I can appreciate that. And I I don't know, there's something about her that I like. Uh, Number two is going to be my girl Uba. She's just, I think she's a good girl's girl, and I appreciated her, like, presence in this episode. At number three, who did I appreciate next? Um, Maybe Jenna. Jenna also just, I think this was a good episode for her. Uh, she kind of, like, stayed in the background, but it's she had a gorgeous, like, little Christmas tree set up, and I loved it, and it was cute, and it made me excited for Christmas time in a couple of months. Uh, at number four, I'm probably going to have to say Bryn. She was a little annoying, but then her story at the beginning kind of, like, made me feel a little bit bad for her, and, you know, 
the ice kind of melts it a little bit with her. So uh, at number five, I'm going to have to go with Aaron. She also just, she didn't, I didn't sit on her side on the whole debate with Jessel. Um, so she's got to be down there. And at number six, my least favorite, sigh. I don't think she's ever going to leave from the bottom. She's just, her voice is grating. Her faces are grating. Like, she's just annoying. I don't know. Don't love her. Um, so we can jump into our next episode, actually, I guess. icon recaps here talking real housewives of new york season 14 we just recapped episode five we're jumping into episode six now um so the episode starts out with uba taking aaron to go shopping for diamonds it is aaron's 10th engagement or 10th anniversary and she is just wanting to doll herself up and uba takes her out gets her like the hookup at this like gorgeous diamond spot and uh, apparently she's gonna be walking around with like million dollar diamonds on and somebody's gonna be following her around because they don't trust that she's like not gonna bring it back which is funny um jessel and bryn mead uh bryn asked her if she actually like apologized to aaron over everything and jessel's like yeah i feel like i gave her a great apology it was like super all-inclusive bryn's like what are you talking about all-inclusive like a buffet what are you huh <laughs> Jessel's like I I mix my words up sometimes whatever uh Jessel goes uh Jessel like starts to read Aaron here she's like she's had problems with me she's had problems with you she's come after Jenna her and Sai have had issues the only one she hasn't had issues with is Uba so far so like maybe Aaron's the problem here and maybe she is maybe she's the anti-hero uh, so I'm questioning it right now. Jessel brings up Aaron's sponsors for her, her 10th anniversary party. And like, it's like a huge list at like the bottom of the invite. Um, is that the worst thing in the world? Is that the worst thing in the world? I, I'm curious to have like sponsors. I would love to personally have sponsors. Um, uh, but these girls are not about it and they're like kind of making fun of her for it. Um, didn't love that because I was like, you girls know that you don't mind getting some free stuff every now and then. If you don't have to pay for something, it's it, you would you don't mind it. Um, so Jenna, so we get that scene. We get the next scene. We have Jenna. She's gonna be redoing her friend's home. She's some actress. I've seen her somewhere. I can't remember where I've seen her, but I know that she's like familiar. Um, and Jenna, like. And Jenna's just redoing her home, saying that she got after her like after all the publicity that she got from her career at J Crew, that everything just kind of blew up, and she ended up doing some interior design, which was bigger than her entire career at J Crew, like the social media impressions and stuff like that. Um, so she's obviously doing very, very, very well. Aaron and her husband have a drink um, to talk about their anniversary party, and. I clock something weird with Aaron here, too. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about Aaron and her husband. Oh they're going goodness. out to eat, and they're talking about their engagement. Or I keep on saying engagement. Talking about their anniversary party. Um, they order drinks. The waitress comes back to, like, take their order. And Aaron's like, 
She's like, he doesn't like his fruity Mexican drink. And I'm like, why is it a fruity Mexican drink? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Like I said, I've been clocking weird things with Aaron. Um, this is also the big rock scene. It's so awkward. Like, he, her husband, Abe, asks if she, like, he orders an old-fashioned. She's like, you want a big rock? And he's like, yeah, of course. Aaron says, I want a big rock, too. And he pulls out, like, a ring and gives it to her. And I'm like, ew. Like, I don't care. Here's a fucking $500,000 ring. Whatever. Move on to the next scene. Pavid and Jessel are talking about the school that their kids are going to be sent to, some Montessori or something like that. Um, and she wants to send them there because Tom Cruise's kids go there. I'm like, is that somebody that you want around your kids? I don't think so. Um, so that's just funny. She said, si- or, uh, Jessel is like talking about they're having to make like a biography for their kids. She's like, he's socially inept. And I'm like, that's not a good thing. Uh, so we move on to the Cy and David scene. Um, move on to a scene with Cy and David at their house. And uh, Cy is talking about how Jessel is like overreacting to things. And her husband, once again, keeps it real. He says she's overwhelmed. She's starting to work again. She's got twins. Like, if you call me pampered and I've got all that going on, I'd be pissed too. So I'm like, of course. That's like the only. That's the only. Uh, way of thinking i would think like she's like a woman got her own things going on you obviously do too why do you have to like call her out for things it just i don't know leave people alone so he always keeps it real i can appreciate that um we get a scene with uba she is going to aaron's house or we get a scene with uba and she is calling aaron to let her know that she's not gonna be able to make it to her party because she has got covid which apparently is going around now i guess joe biden has it um i don't know i know my mom is like sick too right now couple of people at work so getting really worried about that um we finally get to aaron's party we meet aaron's dad again he like he's talking about tits and it just makes me uncomfortable i don't know something about it just made me feel very odd um brin arrives she tries talking to aaron's kids they run away from her i'm like i'd run away from her too she's like in sunglasses and a big like fur jacket i'm like it's nine o'clock at night. What are you doing? What are Aaron's kids doing there at nine o'clock at night too? Something's odd. So why is it so late in the night? Um, says that the place is crawling with dudes, but she wants to go for Aaron's dad. I'm like, oh God, I hope this isn't a storyline. Cause her tagline says something like, if you mess with me, I'll play with your dad. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Um, so Pavid and Jess will show up. Aaron just wants to start fresh with them. Uh, Jenna shows up. She walks up to Aaron and starts, like, grabbing on her ass. It's, like, uncomfortably long. Like, it's funny. Um, Somebody drops something. Bryn starts making comments. Oh, it's okay. It's a sponsored party. Don't worry about it. Uh, Meredith and Brooks from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City show up. And they're actually premiering tonight, I believe. So be sure to check that out if you guys get the chance. Um, I don't want to talk about them, though. They're kind of really boring. They talk like this. They're so monotone. It's awful. Um, so Bryn flirts with Abe, with Jessel around, talking about, like, oh, since you didn't make vows, maybe you're not really married. I'm like, get out of there. You're a freak. Um, Bryn is, like, being real here. She's like, I'm flirting with her husband, and I'm ripping on her party. Like, I sound awful right now. And I'm like, yeah, you do sound awful right now. Um, Jenna reveals that she actually broke up with her partner, and she's, like, looking around. She's looking for hot guys. I'm like, oh, interesting. I never would have thought she'd be going for a guy. Um, Jessel asked Jenna to have a threesome with her and her husband. Jenna's like, I don't think I'm the person to, like, 
break the seal with you guys. I'm sorry to say that. And I'm like, yeah, why would you want to have a threesome with somebody if you can't even sleep with your husband? Um, there's like eight speeches going on. Very boring. Aaron's sister comes over and she kind of like goes off on the girls. Bring goes off back on her. Like she's like, girls are fighting over here. And it's like, we're not fighting. We're just talking. Like, what's the problem? Everybody's talking. Um, Aaron's like reading from an iPhone, which I thought was like really odd. I don't know why I thought it was so odd, but there was just something odd about her reading it. Um, she shushes the women. I did not like that. Um, you know, sweet speeches, blah, 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 blah. I'll keep you physically happy. And whenever it says that, like Abe's the one that says it in his speech, like I'll keep you mentally and physically happy. It shows like Pavage, Jessel's husband. I'm like, you just have to throw that man into the bus, don't you? Um, I thought it was funny that I screamed. Uh, so the girls dance, Jenna, Bryn, Jessel, sigh. A woman's hair randomly catches on fire at one point, which I was fucking laughing at. Um, and the girls just have a great night and sigh leaves early to go to Nubu. Or Sai leaves early to go to Nobu. So that's it. That's where they're at right now. Um, and that is where the episode actually ends at. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Pop Icon Recaps here on Apple, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. If you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio at Pop Icon Radio on Instagram and also Pop Icon Media on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, be sure to see you guys. So, yeah, I'll be sure to uh, see you guys next week. And on Friday, we're going to be throwing out another episode of Movie Date Podcast. I believe we're doing the Scream episode that day. So, until then, uh, have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.